0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Switch It Up podcast. I am here as always with my co-host, Colby Moyer. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Episode 41, doing very well. Tyler and I just got back from a party that we were at, so... (laughs) What? You you can't tell them that. the feds will be after us socially distanced don't worry about it Mm -hmm. socially distanced we were there so we came back we got out of work like early so it was nice it's some twisted distorted reality we're still at work right now so thankfully we are we're here right now doing the show um but yeah i'm doing pretty well uh as you can see behind me i have a young gremlin playing fire emblem so that's what I'm, i'm maintaining how about you how are you doing
0: uh, I am doing. I'm doing well.
1: I, I am glad
0: to have gotten off work early as well, and I have to work three more days in a row. So Oof, that is that'll, that'll be good. But we work the same amount some, of
1: hours. But you work you work the front you work the front half of the week, and then I get like kind of spaced out. But
0: yeah. But uh, yeah, I have some exciting things coming down the pipeline though for me. Uh, my girlfriend. And her best friend have put together a sort of stand in prom for all the seniors who didn't get to have prom this year. So it's very nice. Yeah. Their so idea? That's be, uh, yes, their idea. And, you know, they've gotten a lot of support from all the parents of the people they've invited and everyone's pitching in. So
1: good. Love uh, to that, hear that.
0: That's coming soon. So that's a little bit of positivity going on. So, you know, again, you do love to see that. So
1: love to see it. So. Our area is actually looking, I think we're turning green here. June fifth, I think, is what I heard. So everything is that early that early. So everything is on the up and up for us, hopefully, and hopefully for Knock you as on well.
0: Would please? Yeah, oh p- my God.
1: So yeah, hopefully it's on the up and up for everyone listening as well. And before we get into today's news, I told you guys I would update you. Speaking of the gremlin behind me, that I would update you all on her Fire Emblem journey and literally in the notes. She's a menace.
0: Oh yes, you did write that in your notes.
1: Shelby, the fireman menace. Um, well, how how far has she gotten? So, we're already in chapter seven. Oh, oh my! And it's the That's mock great. battle. She's very excited. She's very excited for the mock battle today. She's smiling back there. Um, I mean, mean the the battle of eagle and lion. Yeah, the mock yeah, battle, yeah. The battle of eagle and lion. So. <sighs> You know, I take a lot of pride in making my teams really strong and having them leveled appropriately so I don't really have training trouble. Well, Shelby is taking this to New Horizons. It is chapter seven and her Claude is level twenty six already. And that is with all of the that is with all the like battles like on your off days to come. So Shelby like might paralogues. have Wyver, Yeah, she might have Wyvern Master Claude for the
0: <laughs> Oh my
1: god. For the mock battle. Uh, Raphael is her second strongest unit. He's like twenty-four. Is that right? Yeah. Twenty-four. She only recruited she's only recruited Ingrid. I think she's only gonna recruit Ingrid, but yeah, her team is Oh yeah, and the um Dash and Wolves, of course. But she, her team is loaded. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. she's she's putting a lot of pressure on me to go back and fix my team, so I feel threatened. It
0: it hey, that sounds a lot like my first golden well my first run and my first golden deer run i only recruited one person and then kind of went through the rest of the story it's funny how uh that little gremlin went from absolutely hating claude's house to now playing through and absolutely destroying everything
1: jolly ask you out from one to ten how much do you like claude Nine point five. Wait, whoa, so, hang so on. So she's set, gone yeah. from hating Claude to she laughs at all the par the um co- the support with Ignatz and Claude absolutely killed her when Cla- <laughs> when Claude was like, oh, the goddess could be that old lunch lady right there, and Ignatz is like, what, Claude? Stop! I was shit like we're for frying beauty, and then Claude's like, Ignatz, that young li- that old lady could've been lovely back in her day. She- that's her favorite. Uh, that that's her favorite. Par- that's her favorite conversation so far. But yeah, there's no, there's nothing not to like with that house. Um, so I'm pretty sure she's gonna do Blue Lions after this one, and do that one. This is her first time playing a video game in its entirety, so it's humbling knowing that I have a a young apprentice. It's very nice. The rule of two continues. Anyway, so. yes. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. Tyler, sure. we are getting it. We are getting a new Switch game this week. Yes, we are. Xenoblade chronicles, chronicles. Definitive, definitive edition is coming to the switch this friday very exciting obviously so uh, it's obviously very exciting every time we get a new switch title the switch has mm-hmm. a lot of games it continues to have a lot of games and this one i think is the second highest most coveted obviously behind the cross
0: the crossing
1: <laughs> so basically we're not gonna harp on this too much we're gonna i uh, I'm getting the game anyway, and I'm going to play through it this weekend and let yeah. you guys know what I think. Tyler's not going to, which is again fine. At least one of us has it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I I don't know. For me, I think I'm going to hold out for for Origami King. You've been playing a lot of RPGs. I have. I, I definitely have. I've been even getting back into some of the classic uh, Pokemon games since I, since I got my DS back from uh, my my college dorm room after moving out. So. I don't know for if you guys have watched some of the previous episodes and you know my experience with the last true RPG game that I I played recently.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess I, I guess I still have the tiniest bit of a sour taste in my mouth and I'm not sure I'm ready to commit myself to that long of a of an RPG because I've heard that this game is like very very long. Especially yeah. with the new story added on to the end.
1: Yeah. So well, I'm excited
0: I'm still um, excited. Like, if if the reviews are good, I will pick it up, which I assume that they will be. So I'll probably end up. Getting yeah, it anyway. so
1: that's kind of what I have down here. What do we think that the there's hopes and I have hopes and speculation. So what do we think that the audience reaction is going to be? Are we going to see like, oh my god, this game is amazing, or is it going to be a little bit of uh, a little overhyped? Um, as far as sales go,
0: I'm not sure it'll do. I'm not sure it'll be huge. I think I the, commu- I think it's gonna draw some more people in. Obviously, I, I think most, I think that's gonna go without saying soon, since the Switch is a very approachable console. Fair, yeah. So, I think that this is going to be a lot of people's first Xenoblade games. So I think it's gonna draw in a lot of new people, and I think a lot of the uh, obviously like everyone, I'd the say, old like, uh, will return. most of the old audience for that game or the Xenoblade uh, games in in their entirety will likely come back to <sighs> this game. But I'm not sure it'll be, I'm not sure it'll be an Animal Crossing, you know? Like, I don't think it'll blow up and be, like, that not enormous. It, I don't think it'll be that game. But it, I feel like it's going to be, like, I'm not sure if it, what's the, what's number 10? Sales?
1: So I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm, gonna, it, I'm looking at it right now, hang on, I'm Hang on, let me Do we know screen. what the so the number
0: ten? Because I'm trying to contemplate whether or not it's going to
1: get in the top ten best selling. I'll share my screen right now. and Let's find out. Okay, here we go. Okay. Number but ten is 10. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe at 6.6. I'm not sure if it Ooh. gets that.
0: I think it. I think it has the potential to reach that, but I don't think it. I think it'll. Does it get to 12? Tw- does it get to 12? Oh, I think it gets the 12. Yeah. So 5.48. Does it get to 11? 6.33? Now you got me now you got me thinking. It's going to be hard to guess because
1: with everything going on right now, that should obviously increase the sales. Yeah, but then again, like
0: at least digitally.
1: Yeah, at least digitally. I'm going to go copy. I will not be stopped.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to put it. It's going to be the next number 13.
1: Just going to beat out Link's Awakening. Yeah, I think it's going to beat out Link's Awakening. I think that's a fair guess. Uh, I, I think we, I, I think we put Animal Crossing above. I don't, no, we didn't put it above Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which it crushed. But yeah, it, it, it passed that very well, very easily. Yeah. So, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be well received. I think ev- for everything that we've seen in like screenshots and trailers, the game looks phenomenal. Which, yeah. which again, it's obviously a perk, but then again, it could be misleading. Like if the gameplay kind of lacks, then it kind of almost cancels out, which we talked about a lot. I think I'm not sure if the longevity is going to help or hurt the game because there's a lot of people out there who obviously love to play most of the story, but there's also the same time like, is it like a free world game? Is it like an open world game? I'm not
0: exactly sure.
1: I'm not either. I think that's... you
0: can traverse it like an open world. Like there are environments where it is like free roaming, but you can still run into encounters with enemies.
1: Okay, so it's like so it's so it's like I, almost like Breath of the Wild. That aspect, I think it'll but... be a lot.
0: Yeah, but it's like you'll enter in a battle state. I think probably similar to Trials of Mana, where you know you're you're running around and then you just kind of walk into a battle. But instead of it Mm -hmm. being like turn based or something, you can just, you know, in real time, use your combos. But I'm not sure I that might be Xenoblade Chronicles X I'm thinking of or Xenoblade Chronicles 2 or that that might be different for this game. I don't know. have, Have we seen gameplay?
1: We've seen trailers. I'm not sure if we've seen actual like gameplay. Again, E3 again. I th- no, E3 obviously wouldn't have been by now. But that's something that I could help out with. I think it's going to do pretty well. I think. Um, i say I think it's going to be Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I think it'll get top 10.
0: You th- you really think so?
1: Yes, I do. I think that with everything going on right now, people are just thirsting for like new games, and this is a chance for them to jump out at a potential. You know, a potential not an Animal Crossing but a potential boom, like oh, this is what Xenoblade's about. Let me get this. I think mean, there's gonna be a healthy amount of people out there. I think they tried it with Breath of the Wild with when Breath of the Wild drops, they had like that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 quests.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: That that nobody cared about. So I think <laughs> this is this is their attempt like, okay, let's let's remake Xenoblade. I think I think just Xenoblade Chronicles, that's that was the first game. And yeah. let's just let's just let's make it new and improved and put it back out there and see what happens. I think it's gonna do pretty well. Obviously, very excited for so, that. So,
0: just a quick add on: if you think that that's where XenoBlade's gonna land, where do you think Paper Mario's gonna land?
1: Oh, uh, so right now? Uh,
0: yeah, like right dude, now. Where, where's where's it going? Paper
1: Mario the Origami King is going to I...
0: get to. I think that's going to get to Splatoon two, that's just, what I'm looking at right here. I think that might get oh. to eleven.
1: So in between Splatoon and Let's Go. That could be another no, no, one no, that's no. just like
0: No, I, I think I think Oh it gets number eleven. Number eleven. I think it'll get yeah, not eleven not eleven million. I think it'll get just under uh the six point six that Deluxe has.
1: I think so, too, because there's a healthy drop in between Luigi's Mansion, Mario Maker, and then an even healthier drop between that and Link's Awakening. I think it's going to fall somewhere in between that 11, 12, 13 range. I think it's a fair guess.
0: Yeah, I think Xenoblade's going in in between 12, 13, and I think Mario's going in between 10 and 11.
1: That's my my guess. Obviously, we'll talk talk about that more when we get closer to Paper Mario, but yeah, that's what we got for Xenoblade. Very excited. We will have more news on that obviously next week because the game will be in our hands. So, right. I mean, I don't have this written down, but we can talk about it really quick because I texted it to you. You sent me a text like, what the hell, and then I send you one back that had Metroid Prime 3 Trilogy is apparently going to be ready to go for the Switch on June 19th. Absolutely. Which you That's immediately an absolute shot liar. down.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. That is not <laughs> happening. No.
1: Zero now, chance.
0: Uh, Zero chance. If it did happen I guess that would kind of set the precedent for how Nintendo would be revealing their first party games in the fact that they could come at any time. They'll basically be shadow dropping them on us. Mm -hmm. Not exactly shadow dropping because it's not like, oh we reveal this and you get to play it now. But it's like, we reveal this and you'll get to play it in a month. Which is if, if so that would be very interesting. But I I personally oh, yeah. think there's there's no chance that Metroid Prime trilogy even exists let alone it it's coming out in what 2 months time
1: <laughs> You don't think so? At all, there's no. no chance it exists.
0: No, I I do not think that this game is in has ever been in development. Like I don't think I don't think it's out here.
1: So you think that's bluff?
0: I I think that is a complete it Doesn't exist. I don't think it exists. I think,
1: I think there's potential that it exists because I think there's a healthy amount of people who would like to see Metroid on the Switch, but we've gotten no news about this prior. Like there hasn't even been anything close. That's why I think I'm leaning nothing. towards yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. But then again, it'd be cool to see Metroid on the Switch. But we just heard we've heard nothing about Metroid since basically since the delay. We've heard nothing since the
0: delay, since the great delay. We have heard nothing. And I don't know. For some reason it's it's just not sitting right with me. I don't think it I don't think it's a real game.
1: Well unfortunate. That's a it's gonna break a lot of people my that are very excited to for the Metroid to the Metroid series to come on the Switch. I mean This is it, what I'm actually most excited to talk about right here. Oh, okay. Okay, we're moving on. Cool. If you want to see something about Metroid, just toss it in.
0: No, I was just gonna say like this would kinda go back to first of all we don't know if these are remasters or just ports so yeah, yeah true I feel like that kind of affects development time and I feel like it would be kind of weird to just port them over without remastering them which then goes back to you know how long does a remaster take how long have they been working on it so I just feel like there are too many variables that just don't add up in my opinion or that I don't know I just feel like they're, they'd are they be putting all their Metroid uh, balance to like Metroid Prime or their Metroid budget and time towards Metroid Prime 4.
1: So, so. do you think it's smarter for them to drop like an uh, older Metroid game first, or do you think it's just easier for them to be like, okay, here's a brand new Metroid game for the Switch, and this is what you're going to your be first experience?
0: Ideally, I think they should just pump everything into Metroid Prime 4, make it the best game that it can be, and just throw it on the Switch.
1: I, would agree I, don't, with I,
0: that. I don't really think you need to soften up anybody with putting out the I mean, I guess it would make sense now that I'm thinking about it a bit more because this is the fourth entry in the series, so people might want to get caught up with the previous games since they're not as easily accessible anymore. So if you go by that logic, it could be very likely that they're coming out. And especially with everything that's going on now you know, in the world, and we still have yet to see how Nintendo is going to handle like reveals of games during this time yeah i suppose anything is possible i I guess just i guess just from a personal perspective i don't know something just doesn't sit right with me about it
1: yeah i i get that it's just it's it came out of nowhere out of left field so it'd be very shocking if that was actually true like june 19th they said it was gonna come out like what
0: i was about to say that is that's next month like that yeah literally like like
1: literally like it's yeah, three weeks. So, all right. Well, if anything yeah, happens well, there, we'll obviously we will talk, definitely but...
0: be we'll definitely jump right on that. If we're, I will be the first to admit that I was completely wrong when that happens. But yeah, that's, so, that's my take on
1: it. If Sega is not being the biggest ball teasers in the world right now, <laughs> I don't know who is, because someone tweeted about it perfectly. Like it had a picture of Mario at the Olympic Games that had over Mario said Nintendo randomly dropping trailers for new games, and it said sega dropping announcements about more announcements through an announcement
0: <laughs> yeah which is very yeah, that, true that because very well
1: we have, so last week i'm pretty sure we read an article saying that sega is looking forward to son to the next major sonic release now what came out last week was sega is really excited about sonic's future but can't reveal anything right now can't is uh, just incorrect They they absolutely could reveal something they're choosing not to
0: I mean yeah but you know that's kind of how so, games are handled these days very very secretive so
1: so here's where we go on the latest episode of the official sonic live stream sega social media and pr head aaron weber was asked when fans could expect to see a new sonic trailer or reveal of some sorts weber explained how sega had obviously changed its approach to development in recent years which is good and while understood the weight was frustrating it was really excited about sonic's future here's what weber had to say this is off nintendo life Back in the day, it used to be like every year there was a new Sonic game, and as a result of that, there were a number of times, because of that rush production schedule, the quality of games wouldn't quite be where they really needed to be. A few years ago, we actually said, hey, let's, that's going to change going, going forward, and we're going to put probably more time into things as we go forward, and that's going to mean that you're going to have to wait longer between trailers or announcements, and we know it's kind of annoying sometimes, because you just really want news, but that's where we are now, and we think that the patience will hopefully be worth it in the end. We are excited for what's to come, but we can't really say anything right now. We, I think it's very, I think it's very uh, mature of Sega to take a step back and be like, okay, Forces sucked. We need to, we need to get this back, we need to get this train back on the rails. I mean,
0: Forces and Mania still, like, their development cycles were longer, I'm pretty sure. Because the last Sonic game we had was, uh, before Forces, shoot generations
1: I think I'm gonna look up Sonic video game timeline hang on
0: oh, I'm no. curious
1: I'm fine yeah let me look here all right I got it up too. let's not the Hedgehog video games Wikipedia most reliable source out there people oh yeah we have what was the latest one Latest one was... Latest one was Forces, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So Forces, right?
0: Latest release. Hang on.
1: Oh, shoot. We talked about it last week, but Forces was just so short and very incomplete. Barely had Sonic in it, so that's frustrating. it, It had a lot...
0: I don't know. I think Sega is just or Sonic Team, rather. The consensus has been that they don't really know what the fans want, which is honestly a little understandable because as, uh, I, I've been a Sonic fan for a while, and I can say from what I've seen that the fan base is incredibly divisive on what they think that Sonic should be since he's been a very, a great many things like he's been done in a lot of different styles each one being someone's favorite or another or someone's least favorite so mm-hmm. that creates a fan base that all wants to see sonic succeed but in completely different ways from one another so we, sometimes... need
1: Son- we need good sonic games i think i think sonic is such a again he's such an iconic game like everybody knows who he is like you know the green hills you know the green hill zone theme song you know like what he's about you know that he's a blue hedgehog that runs really fast they just dropped a movie about him but like, there's anime on him there's so many things that center around sonic and it's just unfortunate right now that we don't have i you say it all the time but we haven't had like a like everyone agreed like that's a good sonic game in a really long time yeah and i mean there's mania no better was, time
0: mania was pretty good i'm pretty sure that was pretty well acclaimed to be fair
1: yeah and there's like, no there's yeah. no better time with the nukes with the new consoles dropping with the Switch admitting like look we're not even halfway through this, yeah and yeah with um Series X PS5 it's just the, it's the perfect time for Sega to make a splash and it's obviously not gonna be till next year because Sonic's 30th anniversary is next year, yeah which really weird how that and Mario are one year apart awesome for us gamers but just convenient of
0: course yeah
1: and yeah so. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's smarter than we've said. We say all the time that we'd rather have a game take its time and be ready, like a Metroid, like we think we've mentioned it with Breath of the Wild too, and possibly other games.
0: Right, I just, I just feel like it's going to be hard because
1: it probably will. I mean, be, so-
0: yeah. Sonic is a a relic essentially of a very important time in gaming, and his, yeah, there was he has it. suffered and persevered time yeah. after time like he has been battered and beaten by both by the developers by the fans by so many different aspects his games have have been hindered by uh and yet he's still here like you know Sega used to be making uh their own consoles the Dreamcast I think was their last and then they began they became a third party developer uh which yeah, is I was about continue.
1: to say there was there was legit debate about what's a better who's better, Sega or Nintendo.
0: Yeah, and they were there was a legitimate race at one point, of course, I think as everyone knows. But, you know, obviously Sega Sega lost that race, but you know, now I still think I still think there's that potential there, and I really hope it is, because not many other characters, aside from goddamn Mario, <laughs> survive from that era. Like Spyro's pretty much Spyro Spyro and Crash have had their original trilogies remastered which has garnered a lot of
1: they're on their last legs is what I'll say
0: they're I feel like they've you know it's been harder for them as well to survive they were in I feel like they're in Sonic's boat as well but Sonic has has remained I feel and I think that's yeah, Sonic that's... is the. I feel like Sonic still has some real potential for new original games that can still be good
1: yeah, that's the thing. Like when you think, I think of... they all
0: do, but I think Sonic has the most potential, considering the think... position that he's still in.
1: Yeah, if there was a Mount Rushmore of video game characters, do you think Sonic's on that Mount Rushmore?
0: Oh, absolutely. So like, who would I... it
1: be? So Mar... it'd be Mario, be Sonic. Do you throw Mario, Link on there too? Sonic. Is Link I... on there?
0: I think Link's gotta be on there, yeah.
1: And who would be who would be four?
0: Uh we could go even more classic, go Pac-Man we could go
1: yeah it's probably we go pretty
0: general we could go like cloud strife because he like pie and he was like people regard that game as one of the best games of all of all time
1: i think that's the four i think mario sonic link and pac-man i think the one that you could make an argument against is link because there's already a nintendo title on there and people i think mario mario thinks more well known than
0: i don't know man mario and zelda are the big ones
1: yeah those are the big ones yeah, an it, argument can be made for Pikachu, but... I'll be absolutely. I think that'd be the... I think, he's a, I think you can replace him with Link, and I wouldn't have an argument, but... I mean, Nintendo, I mean, you know, it,
0: it's it's freaking Nintendo, of course. Yeah, it
1: is, exactly. But, no, I think, yeah, we need Sonic back in the mix, because we just put him on our Mount Rushmore of gaming, so it'd be cool to have him back in there, and he would draw so many... He would draw so much interest, because, like, like we just said with Xenoblade, this is going to be a lot of people's for Xenoblade game, Hell, this might be a lot of people's first Sonic game if it came if it dropped on the Switch and Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. So I feel like
0: they just have to make it they have to make it simple. They have to look I think they have to look at the Switch's library and see that they need to really capture I guess they need to pick a path and run with it, you know? Like I said, mm-hmm. Sonic has been so many different things and has tried so many different angles to be successful. I feel like they just need to try and I wanna say strike a balance, but that's gonna be really hard. So it's it's a rocky road that Sonic Team is still going down, but I really respect them for staying on the road. Yeah, I do
1: too. I do too. I think I think it will eventually pay off.
0: And not like selling the IP, like Crash and and Spyro have gone through similar fates, both being thrown into Activision's hands, and even you know Rareware with like Banjo Kazooie has has fallen from grace as well.
1: Yeah, but I think. I think if this Sonic's game like doesn't hit, I think there's going to be a, a sell. It
0: it would be. Do you, tragic. The, do you
1: think Do you think Nintendo could buy Sonic, or would buy Sonic if they had the option?
0: I don't think it would be. I don't think they need to. Is the thing? Yeah, but
1: but like if Sega called and was like, "Look, we we'll, we'll, we're 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 selling the rights to Sonic." Do you think Nintendo would talk about it, or do you think they'd just be like? No, that's too like grave an area. Like, cause I think like other like I think I actually think Activision would they, they would do the Sonic call.
0: making Sonic and a N- Nintendo character.
1: It's possible. We've seen Stranger Things. I mean, that would be probably the strangest thing ever. Like Sega's. That'd just, be. Like, that'd be big. Top ten anime betrayals. It's number like, one. That'd be
0: huge. So anyway, this is all crazy Speculate. speculation territory. So. We will keep you I guess we'll keep you updated on any other news we hear about our favorite blue blur in the future.
1: Yeah, nonetheless, we need Sonic back and shall we be laugh. So Is at one.
0: It's at one. Oh god. Well
1: Uh-oh. you're on you're on you're on like easy casual, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, All, <right. laughs> All right, so next we have Platinum Games Atoshi Inaba. I don't, I think that's how you pronounce it. He came out and said that he said that although he's excited for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, it will not be as groundbreaking as the Nintendo Switch, which rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So, here we go. Atushi Inaba announced his rather so- so- sober stance on the new console generation from Sony and Microsoft about a year ago, which has been somewhat controversial on the internet. Somewhat's a understatement. Yeah. So, he basically came out and said that, yeah, the graphics on the... Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 are going to be really good, and they should be. I mean, they're brand new consoles, they should just rock. However, it is not going to change gaming. Like, he thinks that the Switch, like, changed gaming with its ability to be both a handheld and a dock.
0: That is pretty big.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. So, but he he thinks that it's a predictable, there's one predictable future, there is no longer the surprise or the unexpected quality characterize previous console generations. I think his main point is it that's actually exactly what I was just thinking. I think his main point here is okay, you know you're going to get better graphics and better engines and more features off outside of just playing video games on those consoles, but you're not getting anything different. With the Switch, you got something completely different, which I think yeah. carries more weight. I mean, weight some people like
0: the- I'll be the first to say that some people like consistency with yeah, with their consoles, you know. That's, yeah, especially with backwards compatibility now becoming a bigger thing, which the Nintendo Switch definitely does not have.
1: No, no, not at uh, all.
0: But I do agree where you know Nintendo the the Switch has great standalone games and and original IPs. I'm pretty sure that's just Nintendo's biggest advantage overall Mm -hmm. but even if it's less powerful when a game looks good on the switch like that that makes it even more impressive you know
1: yeah which is our thing xenoblade's gonna cash out
0: i hope so because xenoblade has has had a pretty big scale from what i've seen at least of chronicles 2 or i'm getting my titles mixed up i think but the one (laughs) with rex and pyra Uh, where there were like giant titans in the clouds and shit like that that shit's crazy looking like it's it's immense and that was on the switch and that was really good looking
1: this right here is the i I mean the best way to put it there's a there's a lack of enthusiasm for new systems because they keep just bringing the same thing with just a little better quality. Like the Switch yeah, just brought like, something completely new to the table. I think that's why it was just like a bomb. They literally turn it into two consoles. Like you could have it as a handheld and a dock, or you can just have it as a handheld. Like we don't care.
0: Do you have that shock factor, I think? You yeah.
1: Know?
0: Like with the yeah. switch, with how crazy it is and how different it is from the two other main competitors, which are following kind of a very similar road with their console development, and then you have Nintendo doing its completely own thing. And it's shocking you with the weird, wacky, crazy things that it's doing. And the games that they still put out for this system are still top of the line.
1: Yeah, the fact that it's kind of crazy to think about, even though Switch has been out for north of three years, it's kind of crazy to think that my sister could just put down that controller, go pick up the actual console itself, and keep playing right where she left off on the TV.
0: It is... It's honestly so convenient... Like I can't
1: If we were if we could hop in a time machine and go tell Xbox and PlayStation that they'd be like that's that's just not possible. But look, they did I, it. I'm
0: watching it happen. <laughs> the only thing I use the dock for these days is charging. Like I normally just play the handheld.
1: I, I'm the opposite. I never play the handheld. I only play the dock version.
0: Well that's that's the thing though. That can that brings in so many more people. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, it does. So even people who are like oh i don't want a home console because i can't take it anywhere it, and it's i can't beneficial. play it from wherever it's, i want yeah
1: it's beneficial for people who are always on the run and beneficial beneficial for people who are more interested in like streaming and just staying at home and casual gaming. like it yeah. fits both parties which not say
0: or just people who don't done. or just people who don't want to be limited to one room where they can like multitask and move around or just simply be in a different place you know that nintendo is constantly like you know, doing that stuff. It you know, they pioneered motion controls for the Wii and they did it better than everyone else when they tried to copy it. Yeah. And you know, they Super Nintendo and NES were kind of like, you know, this is gaming getting back on its legs and Nintendo's just showing that, you know, it's still in the you know, it's in the race. Playstation came along and that was you know, that brought a lot of new original IPs and some really good three D graphics. Uh, as well Nintendo 64 you know those consoles were a lot more revolutionary back in the day you know they they had to innovate and the you know the the technology creep was very vast between consoles uh these days it does i guess it doesn't seem that way you know like the curve's yeah. flattening out where you know the jump from the Xbox One to the Xbox Series X isn't going to be as noticeable as the jump from say Super Nintendo to and sixty four, mm-hmm. but Nintendo still with their consoles they make that noticeable. You know, this is the jump from the Wii U to the I mean, from the Wii to the Wii U is debatable, but from the Wii U to the Switch is very noticeable. You can see the innovation that they're trying to do. I'm not I I'm not saying that innovation is necessarily the key to success, because I think there's a lot of uh, merit. To keeping a lot of the things that people like about your consoles consistent, you know? So you yeah. have that stable audience, which I think is, you know, I, I can appreciate Xbox and PlayStation for doing that role. But I, the reason that I do, you know, kind of agree with Mr. Inaba's statements is because of just how, again, I, I think it's a lot of the shock factor and just, you know, pleasant surprise about how crazy this thing is like looking at it now i I would never expect that to be a video game console like a few years ago yeah but now seeing it and seeing how it's still practical it brings something completely new and at least beneficial to me to the table and it still has great games which is you know the heart of gaming itself Mm -hmm. i i feel like this system just had a lot of a lot of things going for it. nintendo made a lot of really good decisions with this console partly in part partly in part i'm (laughs) rambling right now i am going
1: crazy no no you're making good points But,
0: but i think it is partly also due to nintendo's you know they they obviously learned from the mistakes of the wii u and you know the switch still has a lot of Touch ups that could make it better, as I'm pretty sure everything does. You know, you can suggest improvements, but I feel like a lot of aspects came together for this circumstance to arise, where Nintendo uh, has made this groundbreaking system, and where people like Mr. Inaba are thinking that this switch will still be uh, the most transcendent. The the most uh, transcendent. That sounds like such a (laughs) like such a godly word. Yes, uh, the, put this thing in the heavens. The God console. But I yes. that is, I think that's where his... You know, in relation to Xbox and PS4, he believes that Nintendo Switch will still be dominant. Uh, I feel like it was just... This was just a really um, prosperous... And I think a little bit... I, I know. I, I believe in luck. So I'd say it's a little lucky.
1: Yeah, for sure. But,
0: they you know, people... Def, the folks at Nintendo definitely, you know made their put in their research did their due diligence to you know learn from the past and all of those combinations together uh made this so i think that's it was a combination of many factors that led to this point uh
1: yeah when you say luck i mean it really helps that when your console drop game wins game of the year that's a big one
0: yeah that one of again you've had one of the you best know, games ever one like, of the most anticipated five. one of the most anticipated zelda games of all time that got delayed for like two years
1: Become, becomes top five ever and like becomes, undebatable
0: yeah becomes one of the best a very well-selling video game a game of the year for the year that it released
1: so yeah i'll say i'll just say this to wrap this up <laughs> i think i think we get with xbox and playstation is like that's cool like 360 to one was cool PlayStation 3 to 4 was cool. Wii U to Switch was oh, holy, man, shit. Like,
0: holy shit. Like, so like, good.
1: That shouldn't be real. Like, like GameCube to GameCube Wii. GameCube to Wii. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'd say. Like, that was like, oh my God. What the hell is this? It was like, what is SN- this? this was, it, is was, it, was it SNES to 64?
0: Uh, I believe it was the Super Nintendo to 64. Yeah. yeah. They're
1: like, like that what? is. Six, 64 bits. So, like. <laughs> They couldn't fathom Brady it. That's, that's gone. Nintendo has always captured that magic when, when it comes to the wow factor. And that's what I think made the Wii a, a I I don't want to say disappointment, that's a little strong. Because I think every console Nintendo drops has such high expectations, it just failed to meet them. Which isn't I, the end of the world. I think what encompasses
0: my feelings on it is that Nintendo draws eyes immediately mm-hmm. and then keeps them there because of the sometimes surprising quality of what they actually put out you know they they have the shock factor immediately because of you know how they design their consoles and their yeah. philosophy within a, with constantly adding new things and keeping consumers on their toes while also giving them the games that they've come to love i feel like that's where the consistency comes in because the games are still mostly the quality we've always you know come to expect from nintendo yeah so i feel like those two big concepts were put together very well on this console and that's why these—that that's why it's doing so well and that's why, again, people along with Mystery Naba have these opinions about it, about how it's going to be dominant over these other two consoles that still have their merits but I feel like that is why that thought process is um, coming to the forefront of a lot of people's minds now.
1: Yep, Especially
0: with the console's all about to be existing in the market at the same time, so that dynamic yep. is only going to be, uh, you know, made more clear and defined to us in honestly a very short amount of time since they'll be releasing holiday of this year. So yeah, we'll, it's a
1: it's a good way to put it. It'll be exciting to see how the switch can keep ground, with,
0: <laughs> right. keep ground,
1: or maybe even stay up on that keep the high ground. And, yeah, having the high ground. So just real quick here. Uh, basically, I read the article and I'll sum it up for you. Uh, the Bayonetta three makers are pissed off that you think that the game is being delayed or canceled, and there's still obviously high anticipation for it. And I think the Speculator release is like sometime in 2021, which again we've said before on here it's probably going to come out in 2021. So, yeah. just I that mean, was hey, really qu- I saw that on Twitter. I mean, it was revealed
0: alongside Metroid Prime Four, so you have that slight correlation. With yeah, how so everyone's just
1: like, right? "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh so, no. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so, oh no, this is this is done. They're, the game burned. There's no, there's no Bayonetta three. But we're going right to Bayo four. I mean, it's it's still a bit a little ways away,
0: but it's still it's good to hear that they're on pace. I suppose.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to hear that they're on track in that. Even more importantly, if the fans are still clamoring for it, because...
0: I mean, especially with this situation, if they're still managing to keep on track, which I
1: hope that's that they're yeah. being
0: truthful about, that that's very good.
1: Yeah, it's impressive. That's all I have for news. And that would be the end of the episode, but oh, Tyler, time? thank God...
0: Oh, it's time. Tyler,
1: thank God, came through in the clutch and texted me out of nowhere. And we didn't put <laughs> this on a poll because we wanted it to be more of a surprise. So, at... Let me see here.
0: Um,
1: oh. <laughs> I have to scroll up to find it. it <laughs> you just press X to doubt. Okay, here we go. Oh my God! Where the hell we text a lot, don't we? I guess we do. We we. Okay, have I, I, at nine thirty today. <laughs> who's the big, who's the biggest simp in gaming? <laughs> I just wrote back. Great question, because I have no idea. I couldn't even think of anyone. Off it the, gets spot the like
0: gears. That. It gets the gears turning.
1: He caught me off guard. So for those of you who don't know what a simp yeah, I will, is, I, I Tyler the has the most, the most humble of dictionaries pulled up.
0: So uh, It's the Urban please. Dictionary definition. And before we do this, know that this is all in, just in good fun. We're not trying to offend anyone since, you know, the, the term simp has been on the internet for, for a little bit now, and it's kind of uh, become muddled in its meaning. So uh, I'm going to read what Urban Dictionary has to say about it. So a simp is defined as a man that puts himself in a subservient or submissive position under women in hopes of winning them over without the female bringing anything to the table. Uh, Another way to put it uh, on the dictionary, there are multiple definitions here, a man that puts too much value on a female for no reason. That's another definition. (laughs) Uh, i will refrain from saying no you
1: have to read it okay
0: fine fine third definition a man that prides himself with chivalry in air quotations (laughs) in hopes of getting sexual gratification from women and finally the most the most on on the nose (laughs) a square with no game other than rolling out the red carpet for every female the perfect example of a simp man would be the role Eddie Murphy played in the movie Norbit or the role Kevin James in the show Kind of Queens. I've never seen any of those, but
1: I've seen the Eddie Murphy movie. and It's a pretty good. Actor OK, so
0: those are the two. Examples. Oh, my God. So
1: those So that is what a simp is.
0: Um, yes. Uh, and Tyler again...
1: asked me. Yeah. Like Tyler asked me who the biggest simp was in video games. And I was like, oh, my God, I've, <laughs> I've literally been thinking about this all day. <laughs> And I've only come up with two names, and you say you have a really good one. Oh, so. uh, I can't believe you, you can't. So if start. if I think of if I think of anyone, I'll I'll say it. But I think we have to start with we have to start with Mario. I mean, this bitch
0: gets he captured. goes through
1: a lot. This bitch gets captured all the time, and he literally he literally this is what happens. He. Takes shrooms to get high to power himself through the level. He's willing to eat flowers with literal fire in them so he can harness their powers. He he eats raccoons to get tails. He freezes himself to shoot snowballs out and solves these. He's jumping over
0: pits of poison. He's running away from killer
1: (laughs) crocodiles. He's he's, he's running away from poison spitting piranha plants. Normal piranha plants, turtles with hammers, and on on top of it all, he has to take on. (laughs) Bowser, a fire-breathing king like King Turtle, king and his snapping turtle. Yes, and his son Bowser Jr., who flies his little helicopter, and Lakitu, who throws spike balls at him, and like the seven
0: other Koopalings that yeah, and are offspring, offspring
1: of this man. And he goes through all, and the Koopalings, and he goes through all of this for what? A kiss on the cheek at the end of the game. I was about to
0: say <laughs> the part where it says the female brings nothing to the table.
1: She brings he nothing gives to the a table.
0: Kiss and maybe a cake. Sometimes not even either, and sometimes the cake
1: gets her kidnapped. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and uh, Mario a we. Yes, uh, or it's, just it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and I can't believe that he continues to go through this. Like in sixty four, he goes through all that hell, and she was just she was she was there the whole time. She was just in the paint. She was in the glass. She was literally there the whole time. Mario could even... just call. He could have called, like, a contractor and got her out of there. And that would have been it. That would have been the game. G-
0: gave him a kiss on the nose and said, okay, go fix my pipes. Yes. Like like
1: literal pipes, I can't, I can't not like, it. you know what I'm talking about. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. I, I cannot believe that Mario is willing to be like, yes, I'm going to go on another nine day journey to save this woman. Who, for some reason, just keeps letting herself, who will not hire security, refuses to do it. If she hires security, it's just, as we we,
0: she, we saw that she had some guards in Galaxy, they were just Toads. They couldn't do shit.
1: What's Toad gonna do to Bowser? If Mario can barely handle that guy, what are the like, Toads gonna do?
0: We need Smash Bros. Peach in the mainline games. She can handle herself.
1: Yeah, yeah where the, where's that frying pan that she keeps pulling out and thwacking people with? That's what I need to know. The second one is Brock, and this isn't from of Not Brock Matthews, if you're listening. this <laughs> So...
0: Yes, yes this Brock is from
1: the rock. Is, is yes, biggest this is from the, the Pokemon anime. Tomb Leader Brock is the just biggest simp in the world for yeah, Nurse Joy.
0: He's, he's a very good example with with the Nurse Joy thing, and pretty much every woman, Officer Jenny, any random female that Ash and crew come across.
1: Yeah, uh, it's anybody. Like Brock is, just, he's willing to literally roll out the red carpet
0: for Nurse Joy. Oh yes, and unbelievably, he needs. You know, one of Ash's other companions to to stop him in order for yes. him to, for his shenanigans to cease.
1: Yeah, so that so. was the only thing I can think about. If I think of another one, I'll say it obviously. But
0: okay, who is
1: the golden ticket that you've been thinking of? You
0: actually, I oh, mean, I can't believe you didn't think about this. Uh, re... I, I gotta go that, with 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 the caretaker of of abyss, Mister Alfric.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) I should have known that. I'm actually mad. All right. All right. Alfric
0: is a. Now, he he is new. You know, he's a DLC character. But Alfric, man. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. Grade A simp. Willing to sacrifice three teenagers to bring back the love of his life who did not even choose him. So. For those of you who don't know, Alfric is from Fire Emblem Three Houses. I don't know if I mentioned that, but he was in love with a young uh, a young nun in the monastery who we know as Citri, also known as our main character's mother. And we obviously know that she fell in love with Gerald and had, you know, good old Byleth with him. And then and, died immediately. And then and then died. Like she was, you know, she had some, you know, goddess shit going on in her. Uh, but she died, and you know, Alfric, you know, kind of watched this all happen. Like her love for Gerald, and you know, he was, you know, he he said it himself. He was content to see her happy with him, as long as he, you know, he knew that she was happy, which is noble enough. And like,
1: yeah. Very... You know,
0: which which is fine enough. However, things escalated quite quickly in the events uh, of the story. Im- uh, immediately, and uh, you know, he tricks, uh, he, he tricks his, this Citri's he... child, Bileth, to you know get this chalice, this coveted yes. treasure that he. You know he he deceives all of abyss, all of the Ashen Wolves, and except, all of the House leaders, y- Yuri. except for except for Yuri, and yeah, except for Yuri, because Yuri's yeah, Yuri's has, has his suspicions, but
1: Yuri's a double agent. But we've already talked about that in the Fire and Three Houses DLC episode. In the DLC
0: episode, yeah, go check that out on Spotify, iTunes, yeah.
1: Anyway, Every- everywhere, yes. So, uh, a Al- long
0: story short, Alfric tries to perform a ritual to try and bring Citri back to life to bring to bring her back
1: at the cost of at the killing cost of yuri killing constance happy and yuri Balthus. constance happy and, and baltus
0: and anyone else who gets in his way and there is no
1: guarantee that the soul yeah, will return work. to the
0: body yeah there is there's no guarantee that the soul will even return to this woman's body but he does not give a shit and when you Flat, beat
1: him even
0: after you Beat him. He slices open his own skin and sacrifices himself to bring this person back. Ending. What, happen, and ends what up,
1: happens? He ends up. Fusing. The, the only good thing happens is Roar Dominion plays. What, what else? What happens? Yes. But Alfric fuses
0: with Citri's dead body Ugh. and apparently becomes this giant, demonic evil, beast. demonic yeah. beast.
1: Which he defeat.
0: Would you have to kill...
1: It's and tough. It's
0: tough to watch. It's just... None of that would happen if if Alfred wasn't simping for Byla's mom, you know?
1: <sighs> like a big simp.
0: Like, I don't even know if it's worse that he wanted to bring her back and still not be with her. Like, I don't even... Like, that seems like an anti-simp move, but... Yeah, for... like
1: he, he didn't, he didn't want to be, like... He didn't want to have those stepdad issues. He did not want that in his life. Because I think... What, he, didn't he want, like, you know, Gerald was still alive at that point, right? Yes, he was.
0: Yeah, so, spoilers, he Gerald wanted... fucking dies. <laughs> he does, it's true. But, like, I, I don't even know if that makes it worse, that he wanted to do all of this for her, to not and... even beat with her.
1: Yeah, I, damn, that's a I don't good know, if... one. that is literally, the literal, the literal plot of the DLC is around a simp.
0: Stop Alfric Simpen. That's the, stop,
1: stop that's the, the, the sim.
0: subtitle.
1: Yes. STS. But,
0: stop the Simpin. I when I thought of this question, I immediately thought of Alfred.
1: You know, Tyler, maybe it would have helped if I could remember his name. Because I have been thinking so long. I was, I was like, oh my god, who was the bad guy in the <laughs> DLC? I just couldn't think of his name. I knew I knew at beginning of the night. I could not think of it. Oh no.
0: I, As, I, remember, I remember there was his name was like Alfard. Uh, Alpha uh, yeah, yeah, and Alpha Rad like was <laughs> tweeting. Was like, stop, stop
1: tweeting this at me. <laughs> stop this. But Who yeah, else Alpharad... is a Simp in games. That's, the, that's we, we've the... already we've already talked about Link's not a simp. Yeah, I, I I don't think Link's a simp. It's different. It's different because Link is literally one of the three deities that are the strongest beings in Hyrule, and it just no. so happens that the that the king's daughter is one of them.
0: It also helps that Link doesn't. Open his mouth and say stupid Yeah, it shit. also
1: helps that he doesn't willingly amaze a simp. But Mario, in, in Mario's case, he's literally the underdog. Every well, I mean, time. Mario's
0: actions speak louder than any words that he's never said.
1: Yeah, so, Mario. It's Mario's the underdog in every game. I mean, he, for Link, it's it is literally
0: his duty as like yeah, he is kind of bound to the princess in a spiritual way. Yeah,
1: so, in time. Yeah, in in no all matter that crazy what, shit that he any.
0: I mean, how Zelda still pulls her weight. Sometimes she's a very powerful magic user. She usually yeah. helps think along the way. She Peach, usually, doesn't yeah. do, she, Peach doesn't do any of that.
1: No, no, not in the slightest. She just sits and twiddles her thumbs. She can't. She can't do it. Staying in three houses, Leone's definitely a simp for Gerald. It's the opposite way in that piece.
0: Yeah, it, the gender roles have switched where Leone is is doing the simping.
1: Yeah, for sure. Who not, else?
0: Not so much through actions, but more or less through
1: words. In that uh, case. Any, other, any other franchises that is is Geralt a simp? Geralt is no way. <laughs> you don't think I, so? I
0: don't. I don't think, I don't think for, a simp. for
1: Yen. You don't think Geralt's a simp for Yen? Okay. He it's... literally in the in the Netflix series, his third wish to the Jin is that their destinies be intertwined. That's yeah, kind of simping. No, that's not. We just said that that's
0: not the case for that's the case for Link. Like they're essentially spiritually linked. Yeah,
1: but Link didn't wish for that. Geralt did. Oh, wait. Geralt wished for that himself. Geralt wished. When when Yennefer. When Geralt is currently fighting the djinn and has to make the third wish for him to disperse, he wishes for him and Yennefer's destinies to be intertwined. And in the next episode, they meet again. And Yennefer finds out. And then she gets all pissed off. But, so does Yen. Can Yennefer, like. Because I know Yennefer's
0: kind of a badass in the games, I think. Yennefer is
1: a badass in.
0: Yes. Okay, so that, you know, the def- going back to the definition, uh th- for for simping to occur, I guess this the the woman has to bring little to nothing to the table. I think Yen brings something like in return.
1: Yeah, you know? Yen liter- yeah, Yen's really powerful. Yen, yeah. So I guess so, you're close Carol, but you're off the hook.
0: Yeah, you're 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 good, you you it it's your choice of woman that has saved you.
1: Yes, your choice of woman has single-handedly saved you. That, th- those are the only ones that I thought of because
0: I thought of Mario. I thought that's the one that you would think of, uh, and I thought of Alfric, Brock. I I can't believe I didn't think of Brock, but I do remember that
1: now. That pathetic! Isn't the nurse, it's the same nurse every time? He just still doesn't know. Yeah, he it, they just teleport really fast. He cannot believe it. He's like, oh my god, you're here again. This is destiny. But I don't know but, who else. I want to get like one more good one, but I can't. I really can't. I, think of I really else. can't
0: so, think of one either it's probably good that there aren't many simps in gaming
1: yeah very no very good for like sure. it, it's
0: very much a negative connotation that
1: comes with the word yeah. oh for sure definitely oh, for sure. <laughs> like i'm gonna be trying to think of like other franchises like xbox and playstation there's no real definite simps yeah i i can't there probably think is and if you guys can think of some please let us know it's very let's yeah, talk guess. about to talk about little video game <laughs> characters who don't who aren't even real literally rolled yeah. all the red carpet for one another hell yeah Hmm. Other than that, is that it? Is that all we got? I think that's that's everything I have. Pick pick an outro tune.
0: An outro tune. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Let's go with. Uh, Dark Beast Ganon.
1: Dark Beast Ganon.
0: I recently, okay. wa- I recently listened to a cover of Dark Beast Ganon and it was actually really good. So.
1: Alright, so that is currently playing right now. As we wrap this up, so thank you guys for listening to episode 41 of the podcast. Why did I blank? I do this every week. <laughs> you it's alright. Fuck. You can, I'm going to restart. <laughs> you can fuck <laughs> Colby. Enough out of you. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this out. <laughs> no, way. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to episode forty-one of the Switch It Up podcast. If you would like, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at SwitchUpPod. If you have suggestions, you can email it at switch up, at switch it, at Switch It Up podcast on Gmail one p with the up in podcast. You can follow our YouTube. You can subscribe to our YouTube page. where We're putting Switch It Up Shorts, shorter versions of the podcast. You prefer that? That can be found. You guys just go on YouTube, type in Switch it Up podcast. You'll find our logo. Not that hard. If you want to follow us individually, Colby underscore Moir, both Twitter and Instagram. That is where I retweet the news. That is where I we do polls on Instagram. I said this last week and the past couple of episodes, I'm very close to getting the streaming. I almost have everything set up. I just need that one piece. So I will keep you guys updated on that. That is also Colby underscore Moir on Twitch if you're interested in that. So, God, you're you're so varied.
0: I'm you trying You make it so man. easy
1: for us. You make it easy. Oh and if i do get into streaming i'm going to post the highlights of the stream on the youtube page so if you miss it so if you miss it you have to subscribe to switch to the podcast on youtube to find our my twitch highlights Or yeah twitch highlights, and more importantly episode like shorter versions of the episode so yes. uh
0: and you can follow me on twitter at tyler samsel uh or on instagram at t samsel 11 where i will be posting also polls or questions that we come up with before episodes occasionally uh, I will mostly on Twitter. I'll mostly retweet what Colby retweets, so it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy there. So <laughs> uh, you'll get many, many uh, notifications of news on your timeline. Uh, I have one personal request for you guys, uh, one teen to teen request. Uh, if you have any feedback at all on the podcast, yes.
1: that's let something we know. desperately
0: need. Please let us know. You can, hell, you can DM us. You can tweet at us. You can
1: do whatever. Leave-
0: Leave a review uh, would be preferable on iTunes on Apple Podcasts. Yes, uh, that's you know I constantly am looking back there to check, you know, ratings and comments and see what people have yes, to say. We want to
1: know what you guys want to think. We want we to definitely. We want to, we want to know what our audience wants.
0: Yeah, we want to we want to cater to you guys. We want to know Absolutely. you know what you like and what you don't like. If you have any suggestions, because you know we we genuinely enjoy doing this and we want to make it the best as we can for. For the viewers and anyone who uh, who wants to join the who wants to join the party, so that yes. is my one. That's just one thing I wanted to put at the end of the episode because I was thinking about it today. So, any any feedback, any at all, would be greatly uh, appreciated by you guys. Tell
1: tell the people they should share the podcast. Share the podcast.
0: Yeah. You guys heard
1: the woman? Are you gonna turn her down? You're not gonna turn her down. We will see you guys next week, episode 42, Xenoblade. Later, Looking gamers. Look forward to it. See you there.